Welcome to the Worldwide Golf Shops Insider Podcast. Episode 352. Hello everyone, Tom Brussell here. Thanks so much for joining us. So glad you did. If you're a first-time listener, maybe a long-time subscriber, or you're in the middle somewhere. It doesn't matter. We're just glad that you joined us. Especially so today because it's a great day on the show. Two very special guests from Titleist Golf. Here to talk wedges, who else but Mr. Bob Vokey and Mr. Corey Gerard? Corey, Bob, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, Tom, great to be with you. I'm loving it. I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait. Corey, let me start with you first before we get into the topic at hand. Share with our listeners a little bit about what it's like working with this tremendous man you're working with. I don't think he ever has a bad day. I think you're spot on. There's no bad days. There's lots and lots of energy. We we're actually just talking about that. We wake up in the morning, genuinely excited to go to work. It's like going to game day every day. So today's one of those days. We're off uh, on the road. We're um, talking all things SM9 later today. So it's a lot of fun working with Bob and Aaron and Kevin and Ron. We've got a really good team there in R&D. And Bob, I'll ask you the same question. What's it like working with your team? It's obviously second to none. Well, I got a great team, except the recent addition. I think you're, he's at the other end of the line. You're talking to him. <laughs> that's, getting, that's, 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 that's said in jest. Hey, I love it. We actually have a great time together, and uh, we've got a great team. And uh, as, as Corey said, we always can't wait to get to work in the morning. It's great, great feeling. Can't wait to talk about this. SM9, boy, it just looks absolutely fantastic what we've seen so far. Corey, Take us back. Tell us what's gone into the development of SM9. I don't know, honestly, how you guys keep making them better every every cycle, but somehow you guys do it. Yeah, it's getting more and more difficult. I can tell you that, Tom. But um, we keep going back to the, the world's best players. And Bob would say that he's got the world's best R&D team, and that is the PGA Tour players. So we continually get feedback from them on, what are you looking to improve upon? What more could we give you? in terms of performance. And we always look at three keys to wedge play and three keys to wedge design. And that's shot versatility. We're really talking grinds there. We're talking distance and trajectory control, which is our center of gravity movement. And we're also talking about maximum spin. Um, so making sure that we have the best performing grooves each time as well. Yeah, Bob, like you said, the R&D team that you have is second to none. Uh, and the hardest two things, I think, to get the best players in the world to change, one is the golf ball, and two are their wedges, because it's like, it's like they're old familiar. Share with us about your thoughts about what the players brought to you when you were putting SM9 together. Well, I, I tell you, it's, it, it, it's, a, it's a continued development. You know, Corey mentioned a little earlier it's how difficult it is to try to improve on a product that you know is, it, it, yeah. it, we got the best, you know, we feel we have the best product, performing product out there. But to try to improve upon it, you know, and, and, and I always tell Corey this, how we always reach upon it. You know, I, I rely on, as I say, the best R&D department in the world is our PGA Tour players, not just in the USA, but all over the world. We get continual feedback from all different types of conditions. You know, and I always tell them the story is people say, Voke, uh, you could have done that in the last series. You could have done that before. What, 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 why just come up with it now? And I say, you know, but that's not really. It takes us two years to develop a product because once we get the product out there, it takes a little time 
to get the feedback. It's so important to get the feedback. And a lot of times this feedback, it doesn't come up with playing one or two tournaments. It takes with a, a multiple tournaments for a, a, a lot of the players. And, you know, it's, it's just in, what happens. I get the feedback. They'll come to Aaron out there and we'll bring it into our, in our department. like getting a players telling me, Bob, at a certain time, it does this. And the only time it does that, it's in a certain condition. So I said, you can't, I don't know, you, you can't tell. And all the testing you possibly can do and everything, and with all the CADs we use and all the feedback we get, you can't replicate that feel, I call it, of a certain shot on a backside Sunday afternoon. And that's what we listen to. We may listen to something, a little shot happens, and we don't jump to conclusions right away. We just take our time and we develop. But we start to hear this same thing on a certain type of shot. That's when we put our heads together and say, okay, guys, let's go after this particular thing. Let's see if we can prove in that particular area. But, God, we just, we, we don't, we don't want to, I use the word, don't want to muck up what we already got because what we got is pretty doggone good. So it's always a challenge to try to improve from series to series. And I found this going back all the way from when I did original original 200, 300, 400 series, then to the spin mill. Every series we had to work hard to improve upon the particular series that was in the line at that particular time. Always a challenge, but we love it. Exactly, Bob. Like with SM8 out there, you get feedback from your tour staff and from the best players in the world on SM8. Then you design the product, you put it in their hands, and then you get more feedback. I mean, you really can't get too much feedback, can you? Not, you never can get enough. And this is what we're doing right now. We're getting feedback on the SM9. Uh, you know, we haven't, we haven't heard anything negative yet. <laughs> that gets, we can class as negative. It's just a case of these players, you know. It, you know, when they get comfortable with their wedges, I often said, wedges, when you get comfortable, it's like an older pair of shoes. You know, the more, the more you use it, the more comfortable you get. And this happens with players out there. Certain players, they get very, very comfortable. They use a, yeah, they use a wedge and it almost develops their particular, I call it a swing print. And boy, until when, when they develop that, it's tough to replicate. They put another club in their hand right away. But I guarantee, I know we did cover all the bases with SN9. So far, I am sleeping well at night. I'm, I'm, I'm happy as could be. Yeah, a couple of years ago, we interviewed uh, Webb Simpson. And I'm like, Webb, am I reading this wrong? You've got an SM5 in your bag with the other one? And he starts oh, laughing, yeah. you know, and he's yeah. like, hey, hey, I know I need to do, I know I need to, but it's it's an old friend. Corey, back to you. Let's talk a little bit about some of the grinds. Are there any new grinds out or just mention what uh, some of the grinds that are available in the SM9 line? Yeah, good question. We still have six two-approved grinds. We've refined those a little bit making sure the soles are a little narrower to get them to sit nice and close to the ground, particularly when you open that up. But the important thing about selecting that right grind, Tom, is making sure we get you the right contact. So Aaron Dill would say out there on tour, he's always looking for his players to strike the ball between grooves two to five from the bottom of the club. Between grooves two and five, that's going to give you the right ball flight, the right spin, and that distance control. So that's the importance of finding a grind for contact. If you get the wrong one, that contact can uh, can send the ball a little high and, and not spinning so much. So that's an important one with those six grinds, finding the right one. Well, Corey, on top of that, you had a new process with regards to the grooves. Can you share with us a little bit about that? We do, Tom. Players aren't looking for less spin, that's for sure. They're always asking for a little more, so... 
we've worked really hard on our process of cutting the grooves, and this time we've worked a way that gives us a more consistent score line. So it's going to give you a sharper groove, higher, more consistent spin more often. So it's a big one because as grooves wear out all the time, we want to make sure we're giving you the best ones we possibly can. And we're also heat treating the face too. So grooves typically, after about 75 rounds, will start to wear out. Uh, so we heat treat that face to make sure that we double the durability of the life. So it's an important one for players. Have a look at the grooves. Make sure they're in good shape. The quickest way to tell if those grooves are starting to wear out is that ball's going to pop a little higher off your wedge. It's going to carry shorter, and it's not going to spin like it used to. So if that's what's happening right now, it's nice to go and see a fitter to try and find the best one for you. And important with that is you mentioned between grooves two and grooves five. You're not going to know that by yourself. You need to get set with a fitter that knows what they're doing, that will take the time to put you through this. Because it's not as easy as just picking one off the rack and say, hey, this one looks good. Talk about the importance of being fit. I guess that, that question's for both of you. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you, yeah. Corey, I, I, Corey will, will probably attest to this. When I get asked all the time, what is the what do I need? What's the most important thing? Grind do I need? What type of balance? Grind loft. Like a most important thing is go and get fit. Go to your local fitter. Hopefully it's a Titleist fitter and go from there. And I guarantee you that'll be the most important thing. And if you're going to prove your, prove your game, that's the number one thing to do. Yeah. And Tom, that person is going to help you. Getting fit's super important, um, and a lot of it's going to be around the questions. What do you want to do with this wedge, or what do you want to do with the wedges in your bag? So working with a trained fitter is going to help you get the versatility you need for the right contact, but also the right shots in the different conditions you might be faced with in a round of golf. So I know Bob would say that we're looking for maybe a little more bounce and a wider sole in that sand wedge, and then adding versatility to that set by having a little less bounce or lower bounce in that lob wedge. So you've got two different things for the different shots you're going to be faced with around that course. I think it was around 2008, Bob, you asked, are you a digger or a slider? <laughs> I guess that still holds true, yeah. but it's but it's much more deeper than that, right? As far as it's, it, like Corey said, it's what what do you want to accomplish with these clubs? You, you know that, Tom, it, it's, as I say, your fitter can help you with this. You may be, you may be pre- probably a, a digger on your full shots, three-quarter shots, but greenside, maybe a slider. You know, there's different types of kits. So it's so important to get the wedge that's going to fit you for all the versatility of the shots that you're going to be able to hit. And that's so important. So it, that's why it's so very so much, and it's so important to get fit. Several years ago, I was lucky enough to visit TPI, and I went through a wedge fitting. One, it was eye-opening because I've never been through something like that. But two, what I thought I needed as far as the, cl- the clubs to, to work for, for me, I was completely off. Do you guys see that a lot? All, all the time. It's, it's amazing how many players will come in like that. You know, when I'm working with them, I can see that all the time. And all of a sudden, but I call it the proof's in the, proof's in the pudding. And exactly, I can tell them, give them one club, give another club, and all of a sudden, it's, it's, like, it's like there's a big smile comes on their face. And when I'm sitting them, I say to them, and it's, I call it the aha moment. And you can see it because I can tell you, it feels so much better, and it's, it, it traject, uh, trajectory's better. The, 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 the flight control, everything, the spin control, it's so much better. All of a sudden, when they get the right fit. 
Well, you hear it's the scoring clubs. You hear that all the time. But when you really put numbers to it, Corey, you're going to hit your wedges more than any other club in your bag probably than your putter, correct? Absolutely. You know, around about 60% of those shots that you play in a round of golf are going to be inside 120 yards. So we want to make sure we get you dialed in. And Bob just mentioned trajectory and flight control. And that's one thing we've really improved on with SN9 as well. You know, we want to make sure that we flight the ball in nice and low, particularly with our lob wedges, you know, 58 and 60 degrees, really anything from a sand wedge up. That's probably a little opposite, Tom, to what our listeners are used to. They probably think they need to hit that wedge in nice and high to stop it on the green. But the best players in the world, in fact, Chesson Hadley said to us just the other day, there is no such thing as too low. So <laughs> we've moved the center of gravity a little higher in SM9. And that high CG is actually going to help you get a lower ball flight. That's going to drive that ball in nice and low, control your distance better, and actually give you more spin. So we think we're probably one of the only teams in golf talking about a lower ball flight. But when it comes to those scoring clubs, as you mentioned, that's a really important one. And we're able to get there through that center of gravity. Corey, and another thing that's really important, you know me, I'm always on it, is about the feel. How does that shot feel? Because feel gives you that, that, I call it the feel of confidence, allows you the ability to hit any shot, green side that you want to hit. And that's one of the first things when I, I always tell the guys, how does it feel? Feel and sound, so very important. With, with SM9, I've had players already tell me, folk, what did you do? Did, did you actually change the metal? What did you do? It feels so much solider, which translates to so, so much softer. And, and, and this, is, this is what I've been so happy about. Uh, feedback from many of the players. Well, Bobby, and you mentioned it earlier too, when that player going through a fitting finally gets that aha moment, that look in their face, that look in their eye, it's like no other, right? Oh, it is. It is like no other. To me, when all of a, when all of a sudden, I see them swing at it, all of a sudden they, they hesitate, they, their head comes up slowly and looks at me like that, and they got that big grin on their face. And I said, now I got you. <laughs> well, it's you can pre-order, pre-order February 17th in your hands on March 31st. Corey, what, what are you guys going to do now? Once it starts hitting, then you guys start getting on the road and telling the story and, and, and put, getting out there in person. Share with us what's, what's on your and Bob's calendar over the next few months. Yeah, Tom, we're on the road right now, so we're really excited to get out there and help a lot of our fitting partners get better at wedge fitting so that when we encourage our golfers to go in and be fit, um, that we've got somewhere to send them. So that's a lot of fun working with our staff professionals and our fitting experts all around the world just to really help players dial in those wedges. So that's what we're up to as the sun comes out. We're going to follow that around the, the country over the next few months. But um, we're excited about that, and we're already learning a bunch of things from SM9. As Bob mentioned, that player feedback, we're already working on things for future generations. So a little bit of feedback here and there is certainly going to help us dial that in. Well, gentlemen, I can't thank you enough. We do this every couple of years. Sometimes we do it in the middle of year, too, to talk about the wedge. But uh, thanks so much for taking the time with us. Voke, I'm going to leave it to you for some final words for our listeners out there. Well, I guess all I can say to all of our listeners is, is uh, <clears throat> thank you very much for all your, your loyal support out there. And, uh, and I'm going to keep on keeping on and trying to, with my team, keep continuing to, to bring the best wedge to the marketplace that's going to help you enjoy the game. Uh, heck of a lot more. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. That's awesome. Bob Volke, Corey Gerard. thanks so much for the time. We'll catch you down the road, gentlemen. Thanks so much.
Thanks, Thanks, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, it doesn't get much better than that. Bob Vokey, Corey Gerard, Titleist Wedges, SM9. We hook up with them every couple years when the cycle comes through, and it's always so great to hook up with, with Voke. Such a positive guy, tons of energy, and the best wedge maker in the game. Again, take the time, get to one of our retail locations, Get custom fit. You're going to hit more shots with your wedges than any other club in your bag, probably other than your putter, during a round of golf. Doesn't it make sense to make sure you have the right wedges in your bag to help you score your very best? Well, special thanks again to Bob Vokey, Corey Gerard for joining us, and to you, our listeners. And we'll do it again next time. We have another episode of the Worldwide Golf Shops Insider Podcast here at WorldwideGolfShops.com. So long, everyone. <laughs>